like five seconds. Oh, I'm gonna Whatever, intro while you're. Alright, we got it. We're fine. Yeah. What's up? What is up with it, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Radio Melee. It is the boys this time, myself, PPMD, joined by the legendary, powerful, and energetic commentator, Toph. What's going That's on today, me. man? Uh, it's going well. We got a lot to talk about. Um, you know, I'm actually getting ready uh, myself, speaking of what's going on. I'm actually getting myself to fly out to, uh, well, SoCal in, you know, a couple hours. Uh, I'm going to Summit tonight, and uh, there's a lot of events coming up. There's mm -hmm. there's Smash Summit 12, of course, which, you know, I think there were some worries. Is the Omicron, did I say that correctly? Is the Omicron variant going to cancel the ability for Amsa and Leffen to mm. compete at this tournament that was very hyped up? But the answer was no. Uh, they, they got into the country. Maybe they can't go home. Maybe they're here forever. Uh, you know, woe is us. But it's going to be cool. Smash Summit 12. Smash World Tour coming up next weekend. Uh, as well. And then, you know, and then Christmas. That's an event. I think Christmas is an event. I think I'm allowed to say that. Yes. Uh, we can talk about Christmas. I don't know. Uh, why not? You know, if you're if you're in the chat, if you're in one of our chats, and you're thinking to yourself, um, I need to ask these boys a question with exclamation mark radio melee, which you can Please. do. It's very, very easy. You come in here. I mean, you could even ask us what, you, what we think you should get your pops mm -hmm. for Christmas. You could do that. You could ask us that. But again, it's going to be exclamation mark radio melee. In either my chat or PPMD's chat. And if you're watching on the YouTube, you know, you really owe it to yourself. You should come by one of these Tuesdays. We do this every Tuesday, of course, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. East Coast time mm -hmm. on me and PP's channels. And it's a lot of fun. But what's been up with you, PP? Uh, not, I mean, not a whole lot, man. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm mostly just preparing for all this stuff. It feels like there's a lot happening in the community right now. I mean, between yeah. the Panda controller, all these events... Ludwig ho switching platforms, which is, you know, a sign for us because we're trying to do more content creation, too, but also announcing a big Smash tournament next year. Um, there's a circuit. There are all kinds of things that we haven't discussed. And, um, you know, again, Summit is coming up, and that's why we struggled to get a guest for today. We, you know, Toph was asking so many people, and they either couldn't get back to them or something else was going on. So we're, we're, we are riding solo today, but we have a lot of great things to talk about. And and honestly, I'm I'm here for that. I think this is I think this is going to be a good one, man. Yeah, yeah, really, uh, you know, I mean, I think this is an exciting time in Melee. Uh, it's, it finally feels like the end of the uh, North America is sequestered off from the rest of the world. You know, it's, it's funny because mm -hmm. I talked about it with Zane uh, at Summit 11, um, and it really felt like, you know, we were there, and this was in a period where um, the mask mandate had just kind of come off because we were, you know, vaccinations... You know, everyone was getting vaccinated, and mm -hmm. and we were all vaccinated, and um, we didn't know anything about these, you know, variant strains and stuff like that, right? For for COVID, and we were hanging out, and it like, really felt like the pandemic was coming to an end. It was like, okay, international competition is back on the menu, mm -hmm. um, and then we were wrong, and we got several more months, at least, of uh, you know, kind of more lockdowns, right? More more kind of regulations that prevented. For example, Leffen from coming to the U.S. or prevented Amsa from coming to the U.S. Um, or prevented, you know, really, uh, uh, you know, the biggest events from, from, you know, not having caps, you know, capacities or what have you. Uh, but finally, it feels like at least with the advent of people like not even Leffen, but just Pip, but Pipsqueak as well, mm -hmm. uh, it finally feels like we have a path back to uh 
no holds barred international competition the way we used to have. And, you know, uh, also stuff like, for example, some of these top players announcing their plans for like Genesis and stuff like that. I know that Zane has been, you know, Zane's been somebody because of his familial circumstances. He's been somebody that I think has been pretty, um, uh, like hesitant. Yeah. 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 Taking the, the, the safe side, uh, on, on traveling to stuff, uh, that, that aren't invitationals, but, uh, looks like everyone has, and you know, Panda Global PG Stats announced that Genesis is going to be the first tournament in the 2022 ranking period. So mm-hmm. there's kind of a, you know, there's a punctuation mark now. There is a, uh, we, we, we know now kind of what the timeline is going to be for uh, competition to ramp back up. And I think for a lot of people, that's, that's pretty dope. Right. Um, also, Zane got a house. So his Zane got a house. Yes, circumstances have changed. Also, Zane got a house. Sub to him. <laughs> Did he do a sub house sub? No, but I'm just saying that probably that probably oh, makes me feel a little more concerned. Uh, uh, safe. So yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know, well houses are expensive. That's and true. If That's you're not true. subbing to him, if you're not subbing to him, he can't goes on house. the street. He goes on the street. So please. goes on the street. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, I'd like to also announce, uh, with that being said, that I'm also actually buying a condo. Oh, let's go. This is big news. I know this is the first time I've really announced it, but, um, probably around, uh, middle to end of January, you're going to see me in a new stream setup. It's going to be a a condo that me and my girlfriend are buying and you should sub to me as well because I too, it's going to be expensive. That's right. Are you going to be in the same area or it'll be a little bit cheaper? Actually, same area. Mm, same yeah. area sub to tof not even tof. really not even really going anywhere definitely sub to tof then yeah but that's okay um looking forward to it and you know i uh i'm 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 really excited for what 2022 holds i think a lot of you know for norcal too speaking of the same area norcal uh you know there's some some locals coming back in a major way um and uh there there's yeah like you said man there's a lot of a lot of uh interesting stuff happening in smash right now so yeah let's go over that again for people coming in now so the panda controller uh nintendo circuit world tour summit um ludwig moving platforms and then also hosting a tournament um i'm forgetting one of the things off the top of my head go to gg melees hitting uh 30,000 subs Woo! that's one of them i'm sure but hey it's a big time yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, man, yeah, thirty k. My channel's also coming up on thirty k. That's like tough. Sub to tough. Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah. And also, you know, for me, um, also starting up King of the Cube, which has been ah, that's right. I would say largely pretty successful. Uh, I'm cool. kind of sad. I got to take. Oh, thank you. I have to take a couple weeks off. Uh, mm-hmm. because of well, I'm going to Summit. I'm going to Smash World Tour probably not going to do one the day before Christmas unless it really depends on the players, you know, depending. But I think for 2022, I want to, I want to kind of elevate that and iterate on that because yeah. I think it's got, um, I don't know. It's got some potential. I've, I've yeah, you can even do that in events, right? Yeah, that's right, cool. right, right. And that's why I said, probably I, I actually I did. I, okay. I have small hopes of being able to do like a IRL King of the Cube, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm talking to talking to the people in charge about it. Good yeah. luck, good luck. See what happens. See what happens. See what happens. 
Uh, but remember, exclamation mark Radio Melee. Uh, and um, if you have anything you want to talk to us about at all, hop in that submit topics here channel. Mm-hmm. Um, please tell me, by the way, every now and then my Discord server link does go down. Um, so if you're having trouble joining the Discord server, uh, well, first of all, you can probably just go to PP's chat and he'll be able to help you out. But also, uh, I'll, try to, I'll try to make sure that that link is always working. And it's going to be the Submit Topics here channel. You can just ask whatever questions you want there. Um, I do believe uh, we can get started talking to our callers. Well, so. Community voice. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Community voice. Holy smokes. I almost forgot. Thank you. I got your back. You've saved me a number of times on that one. So I think it's only that's fair. <laughs> it's only fair. Well, what did we have last time? I think we were talking to Amsa. And Amsa asked we were. the... Very pertinent question of what do you think Amsa's Yoshi is going to be? Actually, it wasn't where am I going to be. What is Amsa going to be doing in five mm-hmm. years? It is what five is Amsa's years. Yoshi going to be doing in five years? Okay, okay. This is like a this is like a job interview question, right? Except in reverse, because it's yep. asking where I'm going to be in five years, not where are you going to be in five years. Yeah, uh, taking control of this interview. Yeah. Uh, so personal blah. In five years, Amsa's Yoshi will be immortalized in history as mankind's champion against the aliens. <laughs> wow. They beat Mango, they beat Zane, but they had never fought a Yoshi before and retreated back to outer space after getting cold stocked in best five. Amsa's very hard to fight the first time you play him. That's a good That's, point. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not, uh, he's not, he's not like any, if you know, he's not like anything you've ever fought. If you've, um, especially if you don't play a character that like kind of wins the matchup easily. Like I think for people like um, Marth Mains, yeah, also, uh, Marth Marth was the one I was thinking of too. But I've I've I even remember man like Sheik's like that's a matchup that Yoshi wins pretty or sorry that Sheik definitely wins mm-hmm. pretty handily. But if you don't have that experience against Samsa, I remember watching a lot of very prominent Sheiks get kind of just beaten up um, mm-hmm. because you know if you haven't practiced if you don't know the exact percentages for the chain grab. Yoshi comes out of that, reversals you, and you feel like you're getting stray hits that don't lead to anything, and, and, and it's actually quite quite annoying. So, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, well, I'd say that's that's pretty fair. A lot of a lot of upvotes on this uh, this comment too. A lot of people high on the the Yoshi stock right now, as it were. Yeah, and, and the aliens. I love the perspective on this too. Aliens don't even know what Yoshi does, so. um it truly is the most mystifying character in the game i also um yeah i also could see it i I mean i could see a world where maybe all the maybe all the aliens just play yoshi and and maybe (laughs) we're done for then it's not such a good idea but yeah it's all right well takes a yoshi to beat a yoshi perhaps um but we do have a little bit of pessimism here coming out from garo uh, if I am saying that correctly, who is going to be a bit more of a pessimist to say Amsa's Yoshi will get a great kickoff early in the next year or so after moving. He will move to Canada, but then will actually trend downwards a bit as people get to play it more and understand the character a bit better. Amsa's big out. brain, though, so after the full long term, I'm sure he'll be more amazing. So he's saying good start, then a rough patch, and then, you know, I guess yeah. somewhere towards the end of that five years, he... He, he he overcomes all of his demons and and wins it all. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Um, you know, it really does. Uh, I I I think that's a not a bad take at all. Like you know, it kind of happened with with uh, with Japan where 
for a little while, it kind of looked like people were figuring it out. Like, it looked like the local spaces, mm, like, especially yeah. Shinsuke and Sane, were, like, uh, kind of just getting him. Like, looked like they'd really yeah. figured the matchups out. But then, like, right. you know, uh, that didn't really super-duper persist. Like, I still think Ops is the favorite against all of them, and in particular at the, at the, uh, at the East Asia Regional Finals. Uh, Amsa, you know, I mean, it was a big question for a while. He was kind of dodging, you know, dodging is a, is one word, but he was, he was not attending local tournaments and he was commentating mm-hmm. them because I think he felt like he didn't have much to prove locally, but he also felt like, you know, if I lose, it's bad for my ranking. So, True. uh, you know, the question was, you know, okay, is he going to, how's he going to actually fare when he has to play these guys at tournament? But at the, yeah, at SWT qualifiers, he kind of got everybody pretty bad. So, mm-hmm. um, not dropping a game. So there you go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Andrew Kenny thinks uh, a little more optimism. I think Amsu will have won a major for sure in five years' time. I don't know if it'll be with Solo Yoshi or not. I think the safe bet is that it will be. I can't even imagine what the Red Menace will look like in 2026. I imagine it'll be riddled with some new stuff we haven't seen before in conjunction with Dummy Clean Execution. Yeah, Amsu is definitely a player where even when I think I've seen mm-hmm. the most of what his character can do, he's always coming with some new mix up some new ideas um uh, i wouldn't be surprised if there's some new stuff this tournament smash summit 12 so we'll Mm. see and i definitely think he's got you know even if it like maybe maybe the improvements and the optimizations he makes maybe they they start to get a little more matchup specific but i could see that too i could see him figuring stuff out and like particularly like matchups that he hasn't had as much experience in labbing where he's only had you know maybe maybe like you know the floaty matchups where he he only really has studying like vod studying and stuff like that to 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 figure stuff out but now he actually has a chance maybe he moves to canada and he actually gets some real puff practice and he starts really iterating on the puff matchup or something like that i don't know Mm -hmm. yeah i mean even the most pessimistic person thinks amsa will turn it around and and have a have a great finish by the end of five years so it seems like Regardless of your take, it does seem like everyone sort of expects a major win, a really big performance, Amsa to go the distance at some point. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I think um, all the game fives with so many good players and being able to have already beaten some of them, I think is already a really good sign for him. So it makes sense why they have that just needs to go in his favor. Just needs Mm -hmm. to go the the last mile or or however you want to say it. So right. Pretty good. Well, I think it's about, uh, we're about ready to bring in our first caller for the day. Some people with uh, interesting questions. Let's talk to, looks like we got uh, Good Day Cows. Good Day Cows. Good Day Cows. Good Day Cows. Where are you calling in from and what's your question? Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm calling in from Pittsburgh and uh, I wanted to, thank you. Thank you. Love the locals. Uh, I I wondered uh, for both of you, uh, Hmm. with New Panda controller being a real thing announced and the huge support for it. Uh, I wondered if you thought it would not only help people improve more uh, with, you know, things like Uncle Punch and Slippy. And I wondered uh, with that effect, if we would see even more upsets in Melee, because that's something I've always really liked to see as a game that's been out for 20 years now. Interesting. Um... I think the answer is yes, but not in the way you're thinking. Um, Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, so I don't think your controller matters much at low level. Like when you're just picking the game up, I don't think it matters that much. Um, Because like there's so much that you can improve on and your execution typically, if you haven't been playing very long, 
is this not good enough to where your controller is the problem? Like, if you've been playing less than a couple months or whatever, like, there's so many ways you're going to improve in your gameplay. There's so many things that you have yet to learn about matchups. There's so many techniques that you have yet to really hit uh, a, a really good success rate on that, like, your controller isn't going to matter that much. But I do think from, like, mid-high level and up, I think it'll help a lot because I know a lot of, like, I you know, I, I always forget about this, but I know a lot of people who are, like, breaking into, like, their local PR, like, that level. Um, and I remember this happened to me a lot back in the day. It was like, you know, uh, yeah, you'd have like a, you wouldn't know where to go to get like a good controller, right? And and, and we know yeah. that in, in Melee, obviously, you got people with, you know, yeah, you can you can pick up a box, you can pick up a frame one or something like that. But, uh, you know, barring that, like, you know, I know a lot of people that don't really know where to go to, or they can't afford, you know, like a, a top end controller. And, um, there's definitely this thing that happen this thing that happens for some people, like myself included. I I've struggled with this in the past, where like you feel like you're making good improvement. Uh, and then, you know, because of the nature of like how potentiometers degrade or whatever, your controller suddenly isn't working the way you want it to anymore. And then you kinda had a rough patch where it feels like you gotta get a new controller and kind of almost like relearn certain things. Um and I could see more upsets happening in the sense that for the top players that have easy access to good controllers versus everybody else who doesn't. Uh, people are gonna have to worry about that aspect of it anymore. But I don't think that's gonna kick in until like already a pretty high level. Like, I don't think that like you're gonna see. I think that practice practice trumps all. Like Uncle Punch and Twenty XX and all that. Like, that's what you really need as a beginner. But I could see the panic controller helping mid high level players be a lot more consistent. Um, and just trust their execution more. And that is the kind of thing that I think will lead to potentially more upsets at up. You know, maybe maybe like the top ninety six, top sixty four kind of area bracket pot potentially, potentially. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to add. I think Tove covered that really well. Um, oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess if I had to say anything else about improving the ability for you to open it up really easily and just tweak some things is awesome and i am someone that never wanted to open controllers but the thing just mm. snapped off man even for me <laughs> so that's really a great deal so i love that a lot that's what probably one of my favorite things about it is i even i can get into it and, and tweak things really fast and it's more accessible in that way and so i i absolutely love that and i think that is going to make things easier for for people and it's also going to you know reduce the hunt time like tove said and it's also going to make mm -hmm. it easier for you to just make the adjustments faster so you can get back to practicing so you can improve a little bit faster or maintain your skill a little bit more so you can go a little bit farther and and make the upsets happen a little bit more but um i i i don't know necessarily how massive of an issue that is at certain levels like tofa saying at a high level yeah you have access to all these modders and you're in you know people have good controllers already and there are boxes out there and stuff like that uh but this is this will add on to it and i think the effects like it's going to come out uh, their timeline is end of next year and so you know we'll probably start seeing ripple effects from that anywhere from six months a year-ish to you know a few years down because there's always there's always a ripple effect there's always a wait time in melee before anything happens right you didn't see dot kids getting <laughs> good at melee for a few years right so the panda controller effects might not be seen for a little bit but i do think you'll see some of it it might just take a little while yeah yeah i think um yeah ripple effects is a good way of thinking about it i think it's gonna have some effects that we can't yet predict Hmm. Um, 
whether that comes in the form of more upsets or, I mean, it could also come in the form of less upsets. That's true. Uh, in the sense of, like, you know, people who are just, you know, upsets that currently happen because someone spilled mm -hmm. beer on their controller or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, can go both well, ways. Okay, obviously, if you still spill beer on your panic controller, that still <laughs> probably ruins it. But, I mean, we see those types of upsets today. Uh, upsets where people get, you know, people lose because they didn't feel like they could trust their execution on their controller. And, uh, you know, maybe we see less of that. I don't know. But I do think that it's going to elevate overall the level of play. Um, and, I, I mean, I'm just excited about how much more accessible it looks than, than yes. anything we've had before with the cost. Yes. Uh, $90 is just a way better deal than you're going to get for a top-of-the-line yeah. controller today. So the, the pro shell, they were saying, also seems to help with, with hand strain, too. So yeah. that's, yeah. that's great as well for a lot of people. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Definitely. a lot of good things to be excited about for it. Um, I don't think I have too much else to say about it in, in that regard. I it's just it seems like it's going to be a as long as they deliver on everything they say. I mean, maybe they can make a stretch goal for uh, beer resistance. I think that'd be pretty good. They're they're, they're wondering what to do. I got the Kickstarter update. They could figure. They could put that in maybe. Yeah, that's Outside right. Out of that, they they got a pretty good thing going there. I think. Definitely. Yeah, well, thanks for the question. Good day, Cows. Appreciate that. Hope you have a good day. You have any shout-outs you want to do um, while you're here? Yeah, uh, I'd like uh, to shout-out uh, you guys and Golden Guardians, of course. Love uh, listening every episode. And uh, I want to shout-out all the people who have uh, good slippy matches. You know, playing with someone, really mm. good practice for an hour, and just, like, uh, not giving up, you know, coming back, having Heck good fights. Yeah. It's always a good feeling. Definitely. Mm -hmm. More rare than I would uh, believe, but I just hear so many horror stories now. It's almost like it's getting more extreme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I always feel like if someone's giving you a rough time or if there are people are quitting out and stuff, you just got to you just got to soldier through it and find the right find the right one. That's right. Find the right one. Or just hit up some of your friends, you know? I don't know. Hbox showed us how to do that recently. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's Hbox showing us a lot of things. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. Uh, good day, Cals. Uh, thank you so much uh, for calling in. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Thank you. Take care. Oh, we got to get Hbox on one day. Yeah uh big body big bands what a name welcome to the program how's it going and uh, where are you calling in from you are muted gamer hey sorry it wouldn't let me unmute <laughs> oh yeah yeah discord's finicky with that sometimes mm. what's up man yeah no worries i'm doing good i'm calling in from jersey cool cool what's your question for us today yeah, sure. So my question is that what do you guys think are some of the most influential combo videos from your era? Ooh. Um, and do you think yeah. that like people are exposed to them in the same way that they used to be? Because I know that like my introduction to the competitive scene was through a combo video. So I'm just not sure if it's like the same way. When did you start? What, what year? Well, I was like first exposed in like 2013 when uh, PM actually like the 3.0 trailer for pm came out mm -hmm. and that was that a combo video or 
No, but in the related <laughs> videos was like a Mewtwo combo video. And that was like my introduction. Oh, wow. Interesting. Um, yeah, that dude, we got this question or not this question, but we got a sort of a similar question. I remember one week where we were talking about like how, you know, how much of a place do combo videos still have and kind of the, yeah. the cultural. We talked about them a lot. A little bit. Yeah. Um, the big ones when I was coming up for sure were like Shine Blind, Happy Feet. Well, okay, so obviously the answer is going to be different based on what character you play. For me, Shine Blind and Happy Feet were like, you know, th those were like the Fox and respective Fox and Falco, I would say, combo mm -hmm. videos that were, you know, really, really uh, like a really big deal. I'm sure not all Kings wear tiaras for Marth Mains was a, was a huge deal. And I feel like if one character, like, for if there's one character for whom I think combo videos have kind of withstood the test of time, I feel like it's Captain Falcon. Uh, there have yeah. been a lot of really good Captain Falcon combo videos over the years. Uh, Silence, I Killed Mufasa. And I would say that the five I just named are probably, like, five of the most influential combo videos. Yeah. Um, there was also Esports Times 1.5 or Esports Times 2 or whatever <laughs> from, from Mango and... Uh, and, and Alex 19 and Lucky. And those were really good as well. Uh, although if I'm strictly talking about when I got into the game, those would have come a little bit later. But they were very sick. And Enrique Noobs, which then mm -hmm. kind of, kind of, uh, blew everything else out of the water at the time. Yeah. EP, did you, did you have much of a relationship with combo videos when you were... You know, were you were you like particularly oh, inspired by that lot. sort of thing? Oh yeah, you did right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it wasn't the first thing I saw, but man, I, for so many years, I think it was all the way through the brawl era. I would, if I just, you know, even if I was just a little mellow on melee, I would just turn on and, like, a lot of the ones you're talking about, or some of the other ones, and I would just be like, "Yeah, this is awesome!" I would always reignite my love and passion for melee, and I would. And be like, you know, why would I ever doubt? Like, oh, look how cool all this stuff is. And man, I loved it so much. That was that was a really special time having having combo videos have such a such a place in the community, such a centerpiece. Um, so things really have, you know, obviously changed some in that regard. We've talked about that a number of times, and uh, you know, may maybe bringing them back is still possible, but finding a way to do it or getting editors to do it is just tough for most people. I don't really know. I know, but some people, it's also easier with Slippy, so it's kind of a weird, uh, we, it's easier and harder, I guess, in a certain I almost way. Feel like, I almost feel like the standard went, it's like, I feel like the standard went up hmm. in terms of, I feel like what people consider to be an acceptable clip or combo clip has gotten a lot more, the bar has moved up for sure. Um, and then also the method of distribution I've realized because if you get if you get a sick combo these days, you usually just put it on Twitter yeah. and you farm likes and you get like 5000 likes, which is like Pretty so good. maybe it's just that the 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 method of distribution has changed. And now we release them. Now the combos get released more as bite size. Well, one combo at a time, so to speak. Then I'll see two or three minutes bringing it all together. Sometimes. sometimes, yeah, sometimes there's two to three minute ones, you know. But but no one ever sits on their clips long enough. I think that's the problem, if anything. No one ever sits on their clips long enough to put a whole combo video together. Usually you're just like, I gotta get this out of the way. I gotta show people what I just did. Yeah, I feel like that's why. There's a lot of threads to, to follow with that. I kind of want to, but 
just to bring a little light to some other combo videos that that I I really enjoyed. Um, there was Perfect Dark, which was a lot of fun. Um, there was I forget the name of Ken's combo video in 2006, but I remembered enjoying watching that one. Um, there was one. Uh, there was a Champagne combos from some people in Illinois that I really enjoyed. Um, and there was one. Um, there was one that came out right before Brawl did, right before Brawl released, and I remembered really enjoying that one a lot. It looks terrible on YouTube now because they changed everything for the old quality for the old videos, changed all the quality settings. It wow. was um, man, I, I always forget the name when I need to remember it, and then I remember what it later. character? It was it was a bunch of characters. So it was it was the style of combo video where it was it was a bunch of um high profile combos from high profile matches and they don't really do them that way now a lot of mm. combo videos now often have like pop-offs and stuff in them which i you know personally just find strange because i grew up on the other style more uh talked about this on my stream a few times but yeah i i, I always really like that kind where it just you don't really know what's going to come next and it's just all these different styles and feelings and all, everything kind of coming together and working with this music and i always thought that was really fun and and a great way to highlight melee. So I, I wish I could remember the name, but there was, in a different sense, there was a one called "The Game Is Not Over," and that came out right after Brawl did. And then they did another one a few years after that, and then they did one for the 20th anniversary <laughs> recently. So they've continued doing that for you know quite a while now. So that was kind of fun to see too. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there, and I forgot the other half of the question, but you know there are some there are some real good ones that have been made. Do you have any favorites, uh, Big Body, Big Bands? Um, I mean, I feel like the ones that I see more lately are actually like low tier ones. You know, like someone mm. making a sick Kirby combo video or whatever, but they're oh, like yeah, very yeah, yeah. low key on Reddit or whatever. Um, <laughs> and the one that I like introduced me to the scene, I actually like haven't been able to find in years oh. past. Like, it was um, it was like a Mewtwo combo video, and it was I. I think it was Mewtwo Kings Mewtwo. Um, really? Because, like, when... Yeah, wow. and I don't know if it was, like, someone else or what, but, yeah. Um, I, but I haven't been able to find it. Interesting. I know Mewtwo Taj, Kings Mewtwo. I know Taj, Taj of the Shadow Claw series, yeah. yeah. Shadow Claw, you're sure you're not thinking of Shadow Claw? I absolutely could be, but I remember thinking for, like, you know however long when i first got introduced to the like competitive scene that mewtwo king wasn't mewtwo main and that he had like a marth secondary that he just played all the time or whatever <laughs> yeah um he was holding but, back for sure yeah exactly um but i you know it, it absolutely could have been shadow claw um i'm not really sure but yeah hmm. yeah uh to say about that i haven't I you don't play mewtwo do you by any chance me no no, he doesn't. I well, mean. I know you don't, but <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah, I mean, if I think of anything, if I think of one of those, I'll, I'll <laughs> let you know. But I haven't seen a good Mewtwo comma video in a long time. I actually did on Reddit like a little while ago, but really, yeah. it's funny because Todd actually was a. I mean, he was always sort of a Marth main, but he kind of he kind of was a Mewtwo main with the Marth secondary, and it's easy to mix up because they both played Black Marth, you know. Yeah, yeah. he did. Tajin. He did beat uh, Ken and Isaiah playing Fox, too, with forward. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. So he, he wore many hats. He did. Yeah. 
Yeah. Kind of like how Real Kings wore many tiaras. <laughs> sure, that yeah. We got there. We got there. <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, you know, I, I, I'd say there's still some some pretty good combo videos coming out these days. I like the, um, what is the name of that series that Bobby Big Balls and SFOP do one? Lupus. Uh, it's, it's like birds and wolves or whatever. Lupus. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Hang on, let me find it. Let me find it. I'm just going to, I don't want to say the name. Volpes Aves. Mm. He, he, they, they, they put out these like Fox Falco combo videos. I think Volpes Aves literally means foxes and birds. But um, they've done a couple of these kind of Fox Falco combo videos. And, you know, they're both very flashy players. So those are fun. And I appreciate that there's still some players that are still trying to do, uh, you know, more produced combo videos, I would say, than just. Yeah. Because I'm the worst about it. If I ever do anything cool, uh, I'll just post it on Twitter, you know. I'll just farm those interactions. I mean, whatever. It's it's uh, easy content, easy Twitter content. But um, it's it's cool that some people are still carrying that mantle. And I, you know, yeah, it's it's. I mean, we could definitely promote. I don't know. I feel like there's a way to to do it. Every now and then, you you got these like combo video contests and stuff like that, and those are really dope. Um, they had one like a year or so ago that I remember. There was one for um, I think BTS or LACS or one of those tournaments did it, where they had like. I remember Spark made a combo video that was actually really cool and a couple of a couple other people. Five Days of Melee had some combo, uh, uh, what do they call them? Like combo contests. And then Acidics won that one. So those are pretty, those are pretty tight. And uh, I hope that we always kind of keep that aspect of Melee culture alive. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very unique. And, you know, you don't always have an incentive in tournament to go for the coolest or most interesting combo. Sometimes you need to do the thing that is guaranteed to kill. But... I like that there are people that are pushing this other side of the game, I guess, so to speak. So, yeah, want to honor those people. For sure. Well said. Hopefully we can have more of that. But I think for now, we've probably covered as much combo video stuff as we can for today. So, big body, big bands. Thank you so much for calling in. And do you have any shout outs for us on your way out today? Yeah, of course, anytime. Um, I think the only shout out I want to do is like a self plug. Um, I just recently, like, I make music and I put out a remix of uh, Warning Siren, which is the track from Melee for the um, Escape Shaft. Oh. And so, yeah, so you can check that out on YouTube. Uh, if you search Peer Pressure Club, that's my YouTube channel, and you can uh, listen to it. Cool deal. You guys can go check that out. All right. Well, Thank thanks for calling in and have a good rest of your day. You too. Peace out, Big Body Bents. That guy is awesome. He helped me get a... Um, I had questions about buying an amp one time, and he helped me out with that, which was pretty cool of him. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got a nice amp for my audio setup. Couldn't have done it without him. The band's making it happen. Carvac! Carvac! Hello, Carvac. I am also from New Jersey. Um, oh, man, New Jersey coming in hot today. And I have a, a question. Uh, how big is your understanding is the Melee playing community? Um, because the Panda Controller Kickstarter gives us some insight into it because there's over 10,000 people buying this controller, which is obviously t kind of tightly targeted. And... I honestly don't know if that's less or more than I expected. And what, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, you mean how many people actually play Melee? Like competitively. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's probably... That's an interesting question. Right. Yeah, you have to imagine that, like, most melee players are really interested in the panic control, and then, like, some ultimate players are, right? Mm. Yeah, and so that's interesting, too, right? Because we always talk about... Uh, we always talk about how many more spectators there are in Melee and how it's different from the FGC, where FGC, a lot of people are considered players and they want to take down a lot of the big shots. But in Melee, there are more spectators and we focus a little more on narrative. There's still a lot of players, but those are some, those are uh, commonly cited differences. And so, you know, I think maybe we've gone a little far and think that almost the playing pool is small but i think if you're ever trying to get a match on slippy at least in most places it doesn't feel like the playing pool is that small you're getting matches really fast any time of day uh so i don't know i i well certainly not everyone you know think about when this kickstarter came out right this is around the holidays when most people are uh spending for gifts and in fact in the ama there were a few people a few questions saying, hey, can I still pre-order this after the uh, Kickstarter's over? I spent everything on my holiday plans. Or they were like, can I you know, pre-order this sort of later? I just don't have the funds right now, right? For whatever reason, whether you're a student or whatever. And so I think, if anything, we need to assume that this is certainly more than 10,000 people that play. Um, and of course, it doesn't mean that everyone that bought one is going to go to a bunch of tournaments. It might mean that People are just going to play maybe more casually on Slippy or just with their friends or whatever. And, and however you define the community, you have to make distinctions about that, which is important. Um, but yeah, I mean, I i don't know. I mean, we get, I don't know, we're getting over 100,000 views for something like Genesis. We can get um, 40 or 50,000 for... For Summit, I don't think it's unreasonable to say, and of course not everyone that's watching is playing, but also you know, people are leaving and coming in all the time in order to keep those numbers where they are too. That's part of the nature of Twitch. So I don't know. I, I don't really know if I think there's a hard and fast number because I mean, people's interest is going to change a lot too. It's just kind of like people's interest in a given stream is going to change. Uh, I don't know. I mean, a fun number... 50,000 maybe uh, maybe on a good day we go 75 or a little higher i again it's not something i've ever really thought about i just kind of felt like we're we have enough we could we could probably find a way to market and get more but we have enough that's all i've really really thought about it yeah it's interesting i think about this all the time um well i whenever i log into i play unranked pretty often and i dude i run into a lot of new people on there like i feel like i run into some like some of the time i'm like oh it's this person i've run into this person before but like on any given day that I go and I play unranked, it's like, um, I mean, I feel like the pool of players must be massive because, I, I, yeah. I mean, I know that in a lot of other games, like, you kind of start running into the same people at the higher elos or whatever over and over and over. But, um, yeah, I always feel like there's a ton of people I've never encountered before. Well, um, I think that's partly because the MMR spread is really wide and unranked, right? That's fair. Yeah, you can. But still be, you're still seeing true. a lot of new people. You're still seeing a lot of new people. You which still is still see a lot of new people. Yeah. yeah, and I mean the panic controller. Yeah, that's an interesting question. You know, yeah, ten thousand backers. Um, yeah, I mean, I would estimate at least a couple thousand people like playing. So it's like at least a couple thousand people playing seriously enough to want to get the panic controller. And I mean. 
I mean, I should really, you know, it's funny. I should actually ask some of my, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of my melee players, okay, I mean, here's a, here's a random experiment here. Did you back, PP, did you, did you back that Kickstarter? Did you, which is essentially pre-ordering a panic controller? Did you yes, pre-order a panic controller? You did. Yes, sir. So I wonder, like, I, I, if I asked a bunch of my friends, and maybe I'll do this at Summit, uh, because I would not be surprised if a, oh, actually, like, pr so probably Scar hasn't, because he's living under a rock. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if, like, several of the people there who are less controller sensitive, like somebody like Vish. I know Vish doesn't really care that much about his controller. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he hasn't pre-ordered one. Um, it is an interesting question, how to how to extrapolate the You're active... raising an interesting point, Toe, because you're basically saying there are going to be, for whatever reason, I mean, you're also going to think about people on boxes. We were talking about that earlier. There, there yep. are going to be a lot of people that are not going to get it for whatever reason. Maybe they'll wait and see. Or they're they waiting and seeing, people. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's yep. lots of reasons why they're not going to get it. So we could extrapolate from this. I mean, 10,000 people got one. And however, I mean, you would think that only maybe more of the hardcore people or people with the funds or however you want to think about it. There's all kinds of reasons why someone might get it. But it, it's not, you know, there are some people that say it's too much and everything. So there are there's only going to be a certain segment of the community, however large that is, it's not going to be everyone that's going to get this, right? So, I mean, we could be, right. you know, if, I, if, I, if we want to talk about, you know, statistics and all that stuff, it would be maybe we could even go to 100,000. I don't, I don't know. I don't have any way to gather data on that. I don't think we've ever done a melee census. That'd be fun. Uh, but no, I, I, I think we could, we could be actually looking at a you know pretty big player base. I know we have a great viewer base. I know that for sure. Um, and I know a good amount of people play. I know that, you know, for example, Riptide hit the cap like right away and so many other things I'm sure are going to have. We've had pretty good entrance over time. And of course, you know, it's just other people that can travel and all that stuff. So I think I think we're in a good good spot. I think we can, all, of course, always, you know, market and get more and everything like that. And I think Toph does a good job crossing over with like FGC or even with chess or any other projects he gets into, which I think is really cool. So I, you know, I think we're always looking to grab more, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I mean, the other question that someone in my chat brings up is like, okay, well, how many of these people are just alt players, right? The people back in the panic controller, and like, you know, you have to imagine that more. There's going to be more melee hype around the panic controller than the most of the features. Like, are one. I mean, I don't really know how much. Ninety percent of the features are, yeah, not relevant for ultimate. Yeah, I mean, aren't they just things that melee modders talk about? I that's what I would imagine, and then. If you're, but I guess maybe it's like cheap enough to where it's still worth it. I don't know. I don't right. Really... If you need a new controller, but then I would probably wait, right? Like if I was an ultimate player, if I wasn't like personally really excited or invested in the panda controller, like I feel like I would just let it come out and then buy one. If like I needed a new controller, I'd be like, okay, cool, I'll buy a the panda controller because I know it's going to be good. But like, yeah. yeah, I mean, and some of the stuff is good, right? Obviously, like snapback dampening is pretty important for alt because snapback is a big deal in that game. Um, and then like, I could see the variable shoulder heights being kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Cause you could set your, tr your triggers to being digital triggers. That game doesn't have light shielding. So it's kind of like with melee where, where, you know, for people that want a trigger where you can only, uh, hard, hard shield for power shielding. So that's kind of nice, but yeah. it's not like the biggest deal. Um, whereas for melee, a lot of those features like are the biggest deal. Uh, and I personally have seen a lot more. I mean, I follow, I would say I follow a fair bit of alt players. Um, and I would say that the only people I've seen that are really excited for the Panic Controller on the alt side are, like, people on Panic Global. Whereas I feel like on the Melee <laughs> side, like, a lot of people are really like, oh, my God, this is going to solve all our problems. I mean, 
no surprise that the goom wave came out of the melee community and not the old community right for example mm -hmm. right yeah that's a good point that's a i mean that's a well well reasoned counter argument you have relevant examples from the community so right you know. I mean, That's how I'm be, thinking about it anyway. It'd be weird, right, if no one was saying anything and they just bought, you know, like 3,000 of them. That'd be strange. <laughs> but yeah. I guess there, there is that chance, right? We don't know for sure. But um, listen, and I'm sure the numbers of purchases is going to go up. I mean, think about how late Smashers are to register for tournaments. There's no, <laughs> there's no reason to expect that all the people who want to get a Panic Controller have already backed the Kickstarter. Yeah, it, day, when there's one day left, we get another $100,000 on that for sure. <laughs> at least. At least. And that's just the Kickstarter, right? Like, yeah. Then when the actual thing, like for all the people that like don't know if they want it yet, who are waiting to see how good the thing ends up being, um, that are waiting for it to actually, the product to actually come out, uh, that's going to be another probably huge amount of people, so... Right, and then people are going to be hearing the reviews from it, from other people that were waiting, and will probably get on board, or people might save up for it, or, you know, like, again, a lot of reasons, a lot of um, circumstances, but yeah, I think we have good reason to think that there's a lot of people, and especially a lot of Melee players, that are actually playing, because, uh, I mean, you can't assume that everyone got, like, two or more controllers, I think most people just got one, because they're like, well, we don't really know what's going to happen with yep. it or we don't want to spend all that extra money so i think most people got one and i yep. think uh that it's a good sign for a lot of the reasons we talked about that there are well more than ten thousand melee players if they're going to go in on on this controller which is solving a lot of demand problems but in a way i guess you could say is still niche like are there are people coming into my stream that'll say i've used the same controller for 10 years and it's fine and so you know how much of a need yeah. there is if you're just playing more casually you know versus if you're trying to uh get into a little more hardcore so yeah I'd, again i think we're looking pretty easily upwards of fifty thousand here but again i don't we haven't done a melee census i'm not going to pretend that i really have a way to estimate how many we have yeah it's true it's part of the reason i did that um community voice a while back where i was kind of asking people like what well we did that with uh we did that with nasb uh, but then who was it? Someone else did a community voice about kind of like Melee, where it was kind of a similar question. Is that Polish? Uh, might you might have been. I, I, Pol I Polish also it. asked about... Elijah Wood. <laughs> Elijah Wood, right. So it's, yeah. So it, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's an interesting, interesting thing to think about. And, uh, you know, Fizzy knows, right? Fizzy, in theory, Fizzy has the data from mm. maybe, maybe the, the monitoring isn't set up that well, but I, you, you know, Fizzy I'm always on. curious, like, yeah, we got to get Fizzy on one of these days. I just thought about that. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. Thank you for the question, Carvac. It's an interesting one. Yeah. I was just thinking about it because, well, for one thing I did back it, but I use a box controller for Melee. So it's, I'm actually going to be using it more for ultimate purposes. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Dual wielding. <laughs> um as for shout outs i'd like to shout out crane's discord which helped me make my box uh the, mm. lots of resources for diy and i'd like to shout out squid the cat who makes sick combo videos mm. love when he stomp knees yeah squid the cat has uh he put out some funny some really funny stuff this week with really interesting editing uh his <laughs> new his new wall jump tech or whatever i thought that was pretty cute he's fun mm-hmm yeah, All I finally right. got to meet him at Riptide. Good guy. Cool, cool. All right, Carvac. Well, thank you for calling in. Good question. Thank you. See ya.
We've got. Oh no! What's this? This is chunk. Tell me about that. Yeah. Uh, well, let's find out what the question is first. Hey, All chunk. Right. Where, What's where up, are you chunk? Calling in from? I'm calling in from Orlando, uh, Central Florida. Oh, look yeah. at that! I'm flying there in two weeks. Uh, I'll be, hopefully I'll meet you at Smash World Tour, and that segues into my question. Uh, with Smash World Tour and Summit 12 around the corner, what storylines are you most excited for in the next coming weeks? Also, who do you think will have a breakout performance over those two tournaments? Oh my! Over the past, over the next two weeks. Well, I think the storyline that I'm the most excited about, just off the bat, is definitely how Leffen's going to do. Yeah, Leffen's you know pretty because he's the he's the, he's the one that's like this guy's in contention to win the tournament. Mm-hmm. Is he going to win the tournament? That would be a big deal, right? <laughs> so there's that one. But beyond that, let me think. PB, you go first. I, you know, I'm kind of just going through names in my head. Um, I think Plup's kind of been, a l- he's been t- trending upward. So I think Plup is someone to kind of watch a little bit more. Could he take... Um, how many of the really good names is he going to take? I think is a is an interesting question for a lot of people right now because I think they're outside of a few foxes and Zane. I think he's in pretty good shape versus all he's he's favored versus pretty much everyone he plays, including Wizzy, who I think is also who you know is a pretty good storyline too, who's hot off some good performances as well. So we have some interesting players kind of coming into it, and of course Amsa, who we haven't we don't see too much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely really fascinating to see what he's going to bring um uh so i mean who do i expect to break out among all of that i mean it would be it would be most fun for amsa to do it right because him him going to even if he goes like even if he loses in grand finals or something right like that's still really good that's much farther than he's gone i think i think everyone would be really would really enjoy that yeah, so that'd be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, I think that'd be cool. I don't really I don't follow what Amsa is working on or um, if he's playing someone and broadcasting that. I don't know a lot about that, but that would be something that I think would be really fun to watch. Um, I'm trying to think if there's if there's something I'm kind of missing. I mean, there there are there's, you know, in in all of this, in all of the the high level players there's something interesting going on i think ginger and fiction have leveled up a little more recently um i i'm personally interested to see what kadoran does um there you know there's a lot of people and and polish too i I think polish yeah polish is going to be going to world tour as well so i mean polish doesn't go to a lot of stuff so it's also very interesting so there's a lot of people in that kind of grouping that also could take uh, sets off some really big names or or you know what happens with that also really interesting stuff so i think there are a lot of really fascinating storylines that are honestly kind of trying to emerge in various places right now. And I think, honestly, the second group I mentioned is probably a little more interesting right now. But um, I think especially if, again, if someone like Amsa really pops off, I think that's going to uh, be more hype for pretty much anyone than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Amsa, yeah, Amsa is definitely one that we don't we don't see often enough. And uh can basically upset pretty much anybody, it seems like. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's anybody where you don't feel like Amsa can get it done. Um, so that's definitely one. I'm also pretty uh, personally interested to see how Pipsqueak ends up doing. Yeah, uh, Obviously, Pipsqueak's insanely, uh, insanely skilled, um, but not someone that is the most um, 
experience right now against the top NA players. Uh, and I, I mean, I could see Pipsqueak getting upset by some people where like maybe he's not as familiar with the matchup, but I could also see him taking out a lot of people that they don't really... Uh, people, people that might not have had Pipsqueak on their radar. Yeah, so who would you who would you uh, expect for Pipsqueak to maybe make a surprise play against or someone around there? Because I was thinking of asking something like this because I don't. May, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Haven't seen, I haven't seen too much of Pipsqueak, so knowing who Pipsqueak is relative to or or something like that could be pretty cool. Even if like it's I, just a relative NA player, be neat. Yeah, I think Pipsqueak could do really really well against. For example, any of the. I mean, it's hard to say with some of the matchups where like I just haven't seen him mm-hmm. play them that much. But okay. Uh, I, I actually think he could do really well against some of the Falcons, um, or any of the Falcons. I do think he understands that character pretty well. I haven't seen him play the matchup, but I know that his secondary is Falcon. Um, and I know he's thought about the matchup a lot. I also think that he is really good at Fox Dittos. Um, and I would be even interested in seeing, like, a Pipsqueak versus IBDW kind of match. Because I think, uh, I think Fox Ditto is one of his most comfortable matchups for sure. And he's got some really interesting, um, ideas on that matchup. I mean, we've seen him play it up to the, the highest level, like playing people like Leffen, also beating people recently, be- beating people like Ice, Professor Pro, uh, where he always looks really, really good at the matchup. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, to a certain degree, I'm also kind of theory crafting here because sure. uh, we also, right, his, his spread of people he's fought is just smaller than, or different than I should say. A lot of the other, you know, traditional, the, the, you know, the usual suspects, but mm-hmm. uh, I think that's part of what makes it interesting. You know, I think Pryson was a player that came out, you know, Smash yes. 9, it surprised a lot of people. Yes. And I think, if anything, you know, the way Pipsqueak's been grinding, the way Pipsqueak, you know, was taking taking sets off uh, frame one Leffen when Leffen was playing on the frame one, like, uh, I think Pipsqueak might show even more promise than somebody like Pryson. Um, mm. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to go. Yeah, and I mean, last- even, oh, go ahead. Oh well, you, you finish this thought first because I was gonna I was gonna segue into something else. <laughs> oh yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, if if Pipsqueak um, takes a set off, even of like Moki or or Lucky or something, I think that's still gonna be uh, pretty pretty big for for him and for Europe, right? Like even if even if he does that, and then I don't know how else things go, but I mean, even if that happens, I think that's that's pretty good. I think that would surprise a lot of people um, re- kind of regardless uh just because we haven't seen him play so many players so i think that would be really cool and um i think that's also kind of perhaps a help to him uh is that people if, if he gets any sort of wins that he, he might even be expecting to get i think that could surprise people and that could be good for him so he has less concern in that regard so i think maybe there's the wind at his back in that way too yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. I'm really excited for the Mango and Zane kind of fight for number one mm. and how Leffen fits into that picture. And if you kind of look down also, IBDW, Hbox, Kadoran took a set off IBDW as well. Uh, mm. Amsa took a set off Mango last summit. It's just really interesting to see. And especially since I'll be at Smash World Tour, it's going to be exciting to see it live also. Yeah, man. It's a fun time to see Tourney's live. Okay. Yeah, Toph, uh, you were about to say something. There was uh, one other person I wanted to shout out that I'm really curious in seeing how they do, which is Jcam from uh, at, oh. at SWT. Jcam, uh, the Sheik player that made it in, uh, kind of sweeping the um, Central America region. Uh, Jcam from Panama. Really, really good player. Hasn't been able to show his medal um, 
you know, because of distance. I mean, there's certain players that he right. gets a good connection with, but people on the West Coast, uh, not so much. But he, I mean, he cleaned up. I mean, you know, there and there were some pretty strong players there, like Eddie Mexico, uh, you know, Bimbo, mm-hmm. uh, players like I think Javi. JCam beat Javi. Um and yeah, JCam looked really, really good doing it. Like didn't look uh it didn't look like anyone was quite on JCam's level that day, in spite of the fact that, you know, the people that I think American viewers like you and me, uh, the people we're used to seeing, uh, you know, they, they kind of got bopped. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested in, in watching Jay. I also just really like Jay Camp's play style. He looks really polished. Looks like he kind of has an answer to everything. Um, but of course, it's going to be the best, best players that are going to throw a wrench in that. So excited to see how that shakes out when, when, when Jay Camp gets a shot against uh, some point. of the top players from NA. And that's going to be at Smash World Tour, not Summit 12. So. Right. Alrighty. Uh, my shoutouts are uh, Smash Nights at UCF, uh, Central Florida Ultimate Me- and Melee, uh, PP for really getting me into Smash, and honestly, your community was probably the main reason why I got into all of this in the first place. Oh, thank you, John. Uh, Golden Guardians for all the really oh, good content you. recently, actually. It's been holding me over for finals. Cool. And <laughs> Good luck on those. Thank you. And all of the amazing people I met through this community along the way, Ashley, Tape, PP, and everyone else I've met through the scene. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Love that, man. All right. Thanks. All right. Take care, man. See you around. Take care. Have See a you. great one. Love that to hear that. Su- that guy's such a DJ and I was worried. He's from uh, your uh he's from your your community, I take yeah. it. He's been around for two and a half years, but uh, (laughs) let's move on. Well, Wayne, what's up? How's it going? Where are you calling in from? Uh, New York. Uh, So basically, with France winning Vertigo West 123 over Fiction, what are your Mm. opinions on the future of Dr. Mario? And do you think France will get good results over top players anytime soon? Um, I watched him play versus S2J around the same time, and it did not go well. Uh, But it also looked like it was doable. Um, so, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it would. I think, I think he took a game. I think it was a three-one. I watched it. I think a couple of days ago. Um, so I mostly remember it, but I also watched it late at night. Uh, but yeah, I think he. It was not. There were some matches that were uh, not so strong for him, and I think S2J also adapted to him pretty well. So again, there's some stuff that Franz as a player can just you know do some things about. Um. And so I do think it does look kind of possible. And I and then Fiction off afterward also said I didn't really know what Dr. Mario did. So it's gonna be it's gonna be we're gonna have a bit of the the we we're in the bit of the like initial Pikachu Yoshi stage with France here where we're like, okay, well, how much of this, how much of the character can he use to his advantage where people are not gonna know what he's gonna do? Um, and how much um are people gonna be able to figure out how to invalidate it or something like that? And that's that's kind of the question that I think we have to wrangle with here. But uh, mm-hmm. that being said, watching him play S2J, there were a lot of spots where I was like, okay, well, you know, if he just didn't do a panic option right here, I think he'd have been in a lot better spot. Or, you know, if he just did this sort of thing when he was in the air, he'd have been better off. And these are, and a lot of that stuff's probably going to be really obvious to him. And maybe he's already made the adjustments. I don't know. And uh, so I do think that he could be, I mean, again, being able, so I guess, Let's be fair first. Taking that win over Fiction is good. Being able to push S2J in some way is already good. So that does leave hope for him. Um, I think we also just kind of need to see how 
he readjusts to everything now because it's been a while since he played. But given that, it's also a really good thing for him. So I think there's a lot going for him, but there are also concerns. Um, I don't know what he'll be at on how often he'll be at it and, and what he's how much he's working at it. I don't you know know much about his circumstances, but he there's a there's a lot of promise for what he's already done. And I think a lot of people haven't prepared super well for Doc. So I think you can catch some people sleeping if nothing else. And that'd be hype. I think a lot of people really root for friends and that'd be fun. Um, yeah, I, you know, there's always this question of like, you know, cause I mean, fiction was talking on Twitter about how, you know, it's like, well, I just don't know the matchup, blah, 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 you know, this stuff and that stuff. And that's definitely true. Um, for friends, I mean, it really, yeah, it really does depend kind of what the expectations are when you ask this question. Like, do we think, because again, we've seen, um, we've seen Doctor Mario mm -hmm. at the highest echelon. We have seen Doctor Mario able to break into top eights, but that was a long time ago, and that was you know the, the meta was different back then, um, so to speak. And and of course that was with Shroomed. And I mean, if that's the standard we're holding to, holding him to, I do think he's got a little bit of a ways to go. Beating somebody like Fiction is a good uh, first step. Well, not the it's not like that's the first step Francis taken, but. I mean, yeah, I definitely do think there's this kind of phenomenon where, um, you know, somebody who's playing, you know, fiction, obviously newer to Falco, like a lot of these floaty mid tiers, uh, you know, when you're seeking to make a, you know, some kind of crazy upset, you know, it's going to be on somebody who's playing a spacey that you could cobble the mess out of that might not know the matchup super duper well. So, um, it might be more of a one-off performance, but I do think France has been competing at that level for quite some time. Yeah, and I, mean, I do think that Franz uh, also had, I think he had a pretty damn decent main stage as well. Uh, so I think for me, the question is more on even just, is he going to be traveling to stuff? Like he might be yeah. a Genesis, right? And and he's had some decent Genesis runs in the past. I know he mm -hmm. beat Sechi at one of them. So he's, mm -hmm. he's definitely had some good wins over the years. And I, I think we can expect... You know, top at least top 100, maybe even top 70, 60, 50, yeah. right? Level performances, uh, yeah. for sure. But like to get to that next level where you're beating players in the top 20s, like consistently, like that's going to be the big question is what does friends, what does friends do to outpace the people? Because like PP said, it's a lot of it is also the matchups. And, and, um, when you start putting yourself, uh when 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 you as a player you know who's playing a character like dr mara when you start getting those wins people are going to start preparing for you mm -hmm. and um in a way that they weren't uh before right so so people are going to be more prepared for france as well and then the onus is on france to kind of keep the you know stay one step ahead so to speak uh right so we'll, so see, if, we'll see if he's able to do that if you just want the one major win, yeah, I'm sure he'll get one. He could, he could get one in the next year. I don't really doubt that. Um, I think he just, there can be so many circumstances. He has a really good day, and whoever he finds is not having as good of a day, or mm -hmm. he just levels up more, and he brings some new stuff, and people aren't ready for it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, there's all kinds of factors that, that could uh, be involved. I think, he could, I think he could get, you know, um, a top 15-ish win. Um, I could see that happening. I think he's he's got some good stuff. I think he doesn't always have it come together in the right ways, but I think he's getting better about that, or at least I imagine he will, um, now that he's going to be playing more. So, yeah, I, I could see him getting one, but it's kind of like, you know, is he going to be able to get more than that? Because of what Tove's saying, you know, once you get that one, everyone's looking out for you, and people dedicate, you know, some time 
to really figure out um, how low docks up V goes to the that lets me still grab the edge, for example. You know, I didn't really remember that until someone told me recently. So there are just things that you know a lot of people kind of forget or didn't know or something. So something to keep in mind uh, uh, if they learn more about all that. Then you know what's how's that going to push France and it, you know is dock going to be solid enough or is France going to be solid enough to handle all that extra pressure? Um, yeah. So I do think if you're just talking about one win, one pretty good win, yeah, I think he can get that uh maybe even in the next year i wouldn't be surprised but past that i think it'll be we'll, we'll really need to really need to see how how he develops and how everyone works around him but yeah I, I do think that he's he's a pretty smart player doc's good enough to definitely do that and he's uh doing a good bit to show that yeah agreed what do you think about that uh wayne i think yeah Honestly, it does sound just about right. I do think that he's definitely making some progress on like certain matchups, but all in all, I do think that probably waiting to see is is um a very good idea right now. And yeah. you know, it's 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 interesting too because when I talked with Zane about uh this was in some Golden Guardians video. I don't remember if it was for Radio. I don't think it was Radio Melee, but we were talking about char- what character do you think actually could go up, or what character do you think actually has some untapped potential right now? Um. And 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 Zane's answer actually was Doctor Mario, which I thought was kind of interesting. So maybe that's a good sign. That means Zane's yeah. scared of France. I can see it. I remember him saying he has um some trouble like with Doc's pills and the sort. I remember him saying that before. Yeah, he's also deathly afraid of Link. That's why he bans him from our challenges. He did lab Link for a day, so he beat so he could beat six the German Link player. Remember that. <laughs> did he? <laughs> and then he beat him really bad. But he did li- he did lab it. Okay. Yeah. So maybe he labs Dr. Mario for a day and then beats beats Franz really bad. I, I don't know what actually ends up happening, but Yeah, who could say? Who could say? Yeah. Um well thank you, Wayne. Good question. Appreciate it. And uh you got any shout outs for us on your way out today? Well, the Melee community, just for being so open and welcome to new players, and my brother for lending me this mic to use. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, we love a nice. we love a good lent mic. Yeah. Sometimes we got mic issues, so uh, let me tell you, <laughs> a working mic is a is a, is a blessing in disguise. Very large. Indeed, it is. The other one I have is from Amazon. It's for like mm. forty bucks. Yeah, That's gonna be okay. That's right. Have a great one, Wayne. You too. See ya. See ya. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the last question we're doing for the day. Um, I would imagine so. Although, man, we we had, we actually ended up getting a lot of really good questions this week. So, if let me tell you, if you guys, uh, if we didn't get to your question, you asked a good one, which is pretty much all of you. Do come back next week. Um, you know, you could even ask. Honestly, there's nothing stopping you from just asking the same question. We notice, we notice when we get people who try to ask the same question twice. You know, and it's like, okay, maybe. Maybe we didn't pick you for reasons, but but also maybe we just didn't get around you and we really did want to answer your questions. So do come back and uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you again next Tuesday. Again, for everyone listening on YouTube, this is pretty much every Tuesday. Uh, we take Sometimes we take a week off like every month, but, but pretty much every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. You. Um, but thanks to everybody who called in. Uh, and yeah, with that, you know, uh, PP, you know, it's it's... I'm thinking about, I, th- I think we got a lot of pertinent questions on kind of the state of Melee today, but I do think uh, if there's one thing that's a common thread, there's a lot of exciting stuff happening this year, uh, or this time of year, I should say. Yeah. 
And 2022 is going to be a doozy. So I guess maybe I should ask you, uh, you know, what's what's kind of what's kind of coming up for you? Like, what are you what have you been uh, thinking about lately? What's on what's on your mind? Are you particularly impressed by any of these? You know, I saw your video on the panic, panic controller, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the panic control, like if I I almost don't even want to single out any one thing because it just sounds like things are just changing so much. And this mm-hmm. is an important time. I You know, I kind of think I mean, I think especially when we're talking about controller legality. Mm-hmm. Um, what we decide now is probably going to set a precedent for maybe forever, but at least for a long time. And so what we yeah. do now, I think we look back 10 years, uh, later and we're going to look back at now and be like, you know, did we get this right? This is a pivotal moment. So I think this is something to really pay attention to this time in melee, this moment in melee. Um, everything's happening. It's important. Even the stuff with Nintendo could end up being, you know, pretty important with the circuit and everything. How how does the legality of everything fall through? How do they work? How does Nintendo work with us? <laughs> you know, if at all, right. um, you know, how does that end up it, going? And what does that lead to if if not right? And so, um, I think this is just an important time. And even even in kind of the content creation space, um, I did kind of meme on it in the beginning, and I was going to joke about it if I had the floor first. But Ludwig moving to YouTube does carry some implications for how the space is kind of changing and but also that he has that gives him in terms of our immediate focus that also gives him a chance to give something to us and 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 run that tournament and and what 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 will that tournament mean right like if he runs it and it's like a LUDCon or whatever he ends up doing madman because it's gonna you know there's gonna be some entertainment focus that's gonna make it different that's gonna make it interesting and I'm sure we'll be here talking about, you know, oh, wow, more people came for this and 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 he did this thing and it made it interesting and that gave value to the people that came in that just went O2, right? We'll probably say stuff about that, you know? So I think there's a lot of cool stuff that that is coming, you know, um, outside of what we just talked about. Will Ludd bring back combo videos? He might even be able to do that. We <laughs> don't put anything past him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, yeah, as, as kind of announcements for that come out. Um, and I know Aiden, you know, is largely probably going to be the one behind the helm for, uh, mm-hmm. for the actual logistics side of things. So, you know, it's cool that he's been able to continue to run events, which, you know, has always seemed like kind of his passion. Um, and maybe bring some of those, some of some of those Europeans out. Cause you know, he loves Europeans. He does. We'll yeah. To see more pipsqueak, which will, you know, probably be pretty neat after this month. Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Pretty excited there. So, um, Man, what do we do for the community voice this week? <laughs> do we come up with one question. together? Uh, what do we ask? The, what do we ask the good people? The good people out there, we can ask them anything we want, which which gives me so much, you know, choice overload. We can ask them anything. We can ask the YouTube comments anything we want, anything we want. Tof, what have you been um, thinking about lately? I've been uh, thinking about. I mean, really, I think the controller has been the thing that's been on my mind the most. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, I got a good one. I got a good one. Yeah, sure. Because we're talking about legality, right? And I think this yeah. is an important question. It's like, what are the features that, you know, what are the, what are the features that we think? Uh, oh, boy. We want, are there, you know, I'm kind of curious because for me, it's, this is almost a double-edged, or not double-edged, but a double, it's like a question that kills two birds with one stone. Because I, I realize that controllers are an area where there's a lot of misconception. Um, and so by asking the question I'm about to ask, I'm also interested in seeing kind of where people's heads are at or have mm-hmm. they thought about much about this stuff at all. 
but I almost want to ask people, you know, where do they feel like, like, what is, how do I want to word this? I want to word it like, it's, it's, it's like, you could, maybe you could say what's too far with controllers. What's too far? Where, where do you the draw the line? You know, like what, what, what do we think should actually be banned? Let's just say that. Let me, let me word it this way. With the okay. Panda controller coming out, uh, what are you, the viewer at home, what are you excited about? And what mm. are you concerned about? Yeah. Leave the answer with the CV tag in the YouTube comments below. Good what are you excited about? What are you concerned about? Yeah, um, we we want to highlight the, the good elements of it, too. The things that... That, that are positive in the, in the midst of all this change. So I yeah. think that's great. Yeah. So that's how I'm going to word it because um, maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's a little off. Maybe, maybe the things to be excited about, maybe those are a little obvious because it's like there's so yeah. much good stuff. But I am actually interested to see what people are the most excited about because for different people, it's different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the concerns. I mean, obviously, I think it's good to get some some of those takes as well because, right. uh, like you said, so much is changing in such a short amount of yeah. time, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So, Toph, uh, you're, going, you're going to Summit. You're going to World Tour. You got any plans to go out and do any karaoke, do anything fun while you're out oh, there? Oh, man. Leave, it, leave us with something light here at the end. I, uh, you know, it's funny. I know a lot of people are going to the Lakers game tonight. Um, I'm not doing that. I think I get into town too late, mm-hmm. but, uh, I mean, I, I would, if I could, but I do plan on playing a lot of DDR with, um, because I actually cool. have, first of all, first of all, we all, we, we've, we've been trying to make a trip to round one at the end of summit, um, for the past couple iterations, but also, uh, I actually, am going to be housing AMSA between summit and smash world tour so for uh for everybody watching you should definitely swing by the stream next week we're going to be doing some fun streams probably playing a lot of melee probably doing a lot of other stuff too uh so all throughout next week i'm going to be hanging out with amsa and and yes we are gonna probably get some karaoke in probably get a lot of ddr in as well i'm trying to trying to lose the 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 pandemic the pandemic the covid 15 covid 19 the covid 19 as Uh, as it were yes yeah (laughs) <laughs> and actually i probably did gain close to 19 pounds actually that's probably accurate um but that's okay i've already started shaving it off because i started playing ddr again so there you go well there you go good stuff yeah yeah well hey have fun i hope you and amsa do some great content maybe he'll, hey, thanks, he'll share his uh multiplication talents with you Hey, we had uh, we had some good chats on stream the other night about neutral game. Put out a pretty good video uh, mm-hmm. about. It's funny, my videos that seem to do the not not necessarily the best in terms of numbers, but the most people reach out to me and they're like, "Dude, good video." Or when I talk about neutral game, so maybe I should be talking about neutral game more. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's something that it, there's not a lot in melee about it because there's so much about. It's punish, too complicated. It, 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 dude, you're telling me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're well. You're Mister Neutral, right? So I understand. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. Uh, hey, for anyone who hasn't checked out my video with Omsa, go check that out on my channel. Check it out. People. Sub to, to Toast YouTube while you're there. Hey. All right. <laughs> well, I think that uh, just about does it for another wonderful week of Radio Melee. I will uh, be back. Of course, we'll be back next Tuesday with uh, assuredly another exciting guest. Um, talking about Summit. Be, talking about Summit, you know. And uh, yeah, for, uh, for everybody else, thanks for coming by. See you next week, and uh, this has been Radio Melee with Tothan Pee Pee. Later.